checking out our podcast. When your friend makes a personal sacrifice, but it affects you, what do you do? Ooh, because your personal sacrifice is taking me next level. Mine? Yes, and also I need to know how long is your shower. <laughs> no, really, I want to know how long is your shower. Like 20? 18? she's being honest because there's a PSA about you and your shower. But first, is this grounds to switch husbands? Nira, I think you and my husband might be meant to be. That's awkward. Take a listen. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Virgin. Is this grounds to switch husbands? More proof that you'd be a better wife for my husband, Nira. I would be a better wife for your husband? Here's why. My husband, John, keeps asking me over and over and over and over to learn how to play golf. Love and marriage. Love oh, and marriage. I think it's just to learn how to golf. Whatever. I don't think we're supposed to say play. I'm not that great either. I'm not sure if it's to play golf or just to learn how to golf. Whatever it is. I don't, I'm just saying. I don't think it's for me and my husband, John, <laughs> like his dream is like, honey, one day we could retire and we could, we could golf together all the time. We could walk the course. It'd be so nice. We could spend time together. Yeah, yeah. He's like a big, big golfer. Mm-hmm. He has been pushing me for years. Please learn, please. I'm like, honey, no, it's not. I'm not golf material. Is, and it's a, it's a giant, sturdy, hefty no from you. <laughs> I, Nira, you know me. <laughs> I, I have zero patience. Oh, you got to be patient. I hate losing. And not only do you have to be patient, when it's your turn to tee off. Which means hit when, the ball? Yeah, like when you're... When to you're, start. When, when it's your turn to start or whenever it's your turn to okay. just hit the ball. There's a courtesy because I've just, just started getting back into it after many, many, many years. I forgot that everybody, as a courtesy, is supposed to stand and patiently watch you and wait. And that's courtesy. If you're not paying attention to the person hitting, that you're not being a good person in the group. You're not showing proper etiquette in the group. Oh, God. And I have to be quiet, right? Well, when other people... Yeah, so your nightmares. First of all, you hate it when tons of people are watching you do Can't something. Can't stand that. And then, yeah, you got to be quiet only during when when people are trying to hit the ball. Right. He said something about back back swing. Yeah, so this is this is what happened. I'm playing in a golf tournament today for school. Eh? Oh my god, I hope I'm, my husband's listening. He'll be like, yeah, <laughs> I'm in a golf tournament. This is tournament. his dream. You're his dream woman. Right? And I, I, it's not that I was good. I used to always go to the golfing range. Okay, and then driving I Driving range? Sorry, yeah, the driving <laughs> Come on, range. Sorry, you're sorry, the sorry. Golfer. <laughs> okay, I, I used to always go to the driving range. It was my number one place. If someone asked me out on a date, I'm like, let's go to the driving range. Oh. Yeah, because then if you didn't want to talk to them, you could just keep hitting balls. Like, it was very, it, it was cool. But they'd be watching you. No, because you're side by side. They'd be hitting balls, too. Oh, the pressure. Okay. Yeah, anyways. Then I started playing in these golf tournaments, but they're always for charity, so they're very fun. But then I haven't done any of it since I've had children. Mm. And just going back today. I went out on the course a few days ago with some friends to practice. And I'm sitting there and I'm trying to like, you know, find my ball uh, or I'm like taking the, the little rolling thing with my golf set and I'm rolling around. Everybody's like, Nira. Hey, and I'm like, what? Like, when someone's about to hit the ball, like you should, everybody should just stand there and wait and show courtesy. I'm like, I oh. think it's more courtesy to let the other person know, don't worry, nobody's watching you. 
Right. I think it's more courtesy to be like, oh, no, no, you do your thing. Don't worry. Nobody's watching you. So if you choke, it's not a big deal. And it's not even if you choke. You will. I Golf did. is looks terribly difficult. I felt more uncomfortable when everybody was watching me. I would have rather them be taking their little golf carts around. Yeah. Than watching me and being courteous. Yeah, like I don't know what part of it is fun. Where's what part is fun? It's interesting. Like it is. It's really cool. Like I really enjoy it. I want to get better at it. But you should have seen when I told my husband that I signed up for the golf tournament because he's playing in it as well. But yeah. with the guys, I'm playing with some girls. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I need to show you. And he got my bag already. He's oh like, boy. don't forget. And he's got my tees ready. He's got my balls ready. He marked my balls for me. Like, Whoa. marking the balls. Is- <laughs> what is that? Do I need to learn how to do that? Ask John about that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dinner. Chicken. $100 in J&G fried chicken coming your way. J&G fried chicken. If you have not tried it. Nira, didn't you have it last night for dinner? Dude, I did not just have it for dinner. I had it for lunch and dinner. I was going to say, we can't just say chicken dinner anymore. I picked right. it up yesterday. I went to Signature Monster in Richmond. Yep. Then I went to Aberdeen Center. I went and picked up myself J&G fried chicken because we've been talking about it so much. The spices, everything. I got myself the tofu, too. Is it good? Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. $100 to have that reaction. <laughs> it was so good. All yours, 604-280-0945. Okay, I think we got her. I think this is Dakota number 25. Is this Tessa in Surrey? Speaking. Hello, Tessa. Hello, Tessa speaking. Tessa, are you ready to have your taste buds explode and mind blown? I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it, girl. At J&G Fried Chicken, you got $100 to spend there. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Have a great day. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Wow. Holly and Nira. Virgin. The one thing you can do to make people take you more seriously. Do you have a problem with that? Yes. I know you do. I was just asking in general. Oh, okay. Like, does one have a problem with that where people don't take them seriously? I I think I'm okay when I say something people do take me seriously. Um, People take you very seriously. Right? You mean business. And you? Don't. No. No. It's hard to take you seriously. Remember yesterday I was telling you about this psychology expert that his psychology mind tricks are going viral on TikTok? Mm-hmm. Everybody's been talking about all these little hacks he's giving mind messing hacks okay well he has one this is another one he put out there uh according to this psychology expert this is how you can get people to take you more seriously about things that you say okay if this is a problem for you all you got to do is tell them your mother or father told you about it people instinctively trust parental advice more than random advice instead of saying they say or i've heard or I read, you say something and you say you heard it from your mother or father who told you about it. Interesting. And for some reason, there's something inside a human's brain that automatically trusts it more. It's about the trust factor. Now, do you have to get clearance from your parents before you no. start using this technique? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Because then it's going to be on them. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because well, you know me. What is it that you want to go around telling people that you need the consent of your parents? Well, this is how I get into, like, gossipy stuff. I'm like, you know what I heard? Okay. This so then if I'm like, gossip. you know what my mom told me? You know what my mom told me? <laughs> that Nira gets tons of work done and her hair is a wig. My mom told me. And they'd be like, oh, your mom, Cheryl? I'd be like, yes, Cheryl said it. Sure. And okay. then it would be on poor Cheryl. Right. Because if you <laughs> 
just went around saying, hey, by the way, did you yeah. hear? You know what I read? That Nira gets tons of work and her yeah. hair is a wig. Her lips are fake. Yeah, then then no one's going to take you serious. That's right. But you really need people to take this information seriously, clearly. <laughs> yes. You really need that. I have a lot of people ask me, Nira, if your hair is real, if yeah. your lips are real, and what you've got done to your face. Right. Now, the true, true, true of it all is yeah. it's real. It's real. And you haven't done nothing to your face. No. You take care of your skin. I take care of my skin. I take care of myself. But there's been no nothing done. No. There's been no injections right. or lifts or right. cutting. I don't know. Right. Don't no know injections, that. as you call them. Or, no injections. <laughs> or fillers. Or, yeah, yet. I don't know. One day, yep, maybe. Nice. But no, nothing yet. Uh, why, why am I talking about this? Because, because you said your mom <laughs> said right. See? I don't need to explain myself. All I did was say my mom said, now you believe it and oh, it's about you. Shit. Carol, how dare you? My mom said it. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Don't chew the messenger, okay? If you love spicy food and hot sauce, I have some bad news. Well, I'm obsessed with spicy food and obsessed with hot sauce. Obsessed. <sighs> if you're going to say something terrible, I think you should just stop talking. I feel like I should give you the heads up. Oh my gosh, what? Because after today, you're not going to be able to find it. What? Get a big bottle of sriracha now? at the store today because a chili shortage has forced sriracha makers to stop making sriracha. What? I'm so sorry. It's not just now. Have you not already noticed? I had to go to three different stores to get it a couple of weeks ago. Well, I'm hope- not joking you. I could not find it because there's, there's... What? How many bottles did you buy? Maybe people had inside information. I'd have stocked up and took it all off the shelves. Yeah, there's no limit right now on on Sriracha. You can buy as many bottles as they have Why at the store. Why would you not tell me before we tell everyone? I'm telling you now. Why I'm giving you, just... you all a free, an equal opportunity. I would have bought some yesterday. We're an equal opportunity employer. You oh. know the, the, the company who makes it? The Hui Fong Foods? Yes. They say they've tried everything. They're like, you guys, we know you love sriracha. We have tried the chili. The weather hasn't been working. You can add COVID in there, supply chain issues, the war in the Ukraine. In Ukraine, there's like, it's out of their control. And they're like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. What is happening to the world? I'm having such a hard time with so many things. And now you're taking it to the next level. It's not about me. There's a lot of terrible things happening in the world, I know. Mm-hmm. But seriously, when it starts coming down to the simple things that you just think are like, okay, I can just I grab, you know, now that's an issue too. It, have you have you noticed though, when you are going shopping, have mm-hmm. you really started to notice that there are things that you just can't find anymore and you don't understand why? You're like, oh, I'll come back next time and get it. You come back next time and it's still not there. OB tampons. Exactly. Yes. There's a tampon shortage as well. There's a tampon shortage. If you see them on the shelf, get them. If that's your brand, ladies, get them. Get them. Because they're going to be gone. Even if you have a box right now, get them. Just hold on get to them tight. Sriracha now. Get black olives if you ever see them. You know how you can get black olives yeah. in a can? Yeah, Especially what? the sliced ones. I have not been able to find black olives in a can for two weeks now. <sighs> and I love them for taco night. And on pizza, we make homemade pizza all the time. Mm. There's there's things I you just don't know. We well, I don't know what's happening. And now with the sriracha, it's enough. And think of your poor pizza. No olives, no sriracha. No olives, no sriracha. I mean, it's okay without the hygiene products, that, but I mean, tampons. No, that all they all somehow they're <laughs> they're connected. <laughs> You're waking up with Holly and Mira. Virgin. How long is your shower? Because it should be. This many minutes long. 
According to the government. Which government? Our government. Oh. Major PSA. Okay. For British Columbia, for Canada in general, but for British Columbia, we should be careful. They say we use way more water in the summer months. We go, you know, from something like, I don't know, 1 million gallons. And in the summer months, it becomes 1.8 million gallons. Mm. It's ridiculous how much we end up using. And we should be careful. And they've also asked us to not water our lawns so much. Really, okay. like, do, just, you got to think Chill about up. the world. You got to think about planet Earth. We will run out of water, they say, otherwise. Clean water. Okay. So how long, according to the government, should your shower be? Are you ready for the answer? I don't know if I am. Okay, how long is your shower? Am I washing my hair? Um, let's say, uh, uh, okay, fine. Like, Maybe you want the full meal deal? Like, shave my legs, wash my hair? Okay, fine. Give me the full meal deal first. Uh, 12 minutes, maybe? Okay. My full meal deal is a little bit longer. Shocker. <laughs> Just saying it's shocker. Um, okay, I'll say I'm at about 15. Okay. And then if it's not a full meal deal and it's just, you got a body a rinse. Body rinse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quick. Uh, I could, like, five? Not what you could. Okay, fine. What Seven? you actually ten. do. Ten. You do ten. Like, stop ten. it. Ten. Okay. Okay. Our showers should be three minutes. <laughs> Say what? Three minutes. Who said this? The government. John Horgan was a John Horgan. <laughs> no, it wasn't John Horgan, but it was one of his specialized He doesn't people. have any hair. It was a specialized person <laughs> who works for infrastructure, water, environment, something. Very smart person. It wasn't Bonnie Henry was. She's got hair. <laughs> She's been, she goes in there for a long time, I bet. Three minutes. Oh, my God. And the majority of the people are like, three minutes? What do you... And, oh, like, it's so hard. And trust me, it's not good. But, you know, you turn the water on for a second. You want to turn it on before you hop in. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's too cold. Yeah. And then that makes me this feel so bad. This isn't a Scandinavian spa. I, I don't know. need cold therapy and then hot therapy. No. And then I gave myself a back spasm once when the water was too cold. <laughs> I'm not joking. Really? You. I went in because I felt so bad about wasting the water and letting yeah. it just run. I know. I, I like, oh, this feels terrible to me. And I was like, no, I'm going to go in. And it was so cold that I, I ended up in a back spasm for like three days. Holy. Yeah, because my back, I went into so much shock <laughs> oh about how cold it was. How cold was the water? <laughs> it was like when it first starts. I'm like, I can do this. But showers are better than baths, are they not? That's another confusing one. If it's only a three minute shower, then no, then the shower is definitely better than a bath. Yeah. But if you're one of those people that takes a 20 minute shower, then they are saying bath water is like taking a bath is better. But you <sighs> know what? Also, then they say the water isn't actually that dirty. Like right. another person should be able to then bathe in that water. Wait, what? Yes. So if I ran a bath, yes. went in, had a nice time, yeah. then you, you're supposed to be able to just hop right in after me and the water would be clean? I mean, I think technically it's supposed to be okay, but it would be more along the lines of, let's say, your child took a bath. Oh, yeah. You then should be able to go into that bath water and use it. Huh. You should be able to. I would use your bath water. Yeah, I know. Everybody wants to use my bath water. It would be so nice. I wonder why. You don't want mine? No! You want my bath water? No! <laughs> Holly and Nira. And now, The Biz with Nira. Rewind back to Super Bowl 2020. Apparently, there was drama. J-Lo and Shakira. That's today's top biz story. Super Bowl Halftime Show 2020. Oh, yeah. Going back in time. Going backwards. Pre-COVID. I know, believe it or not, that was just before the COVID right? insanity. Right before it. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira put on an amazing, beyond, fabulous halftime show. But behind the scenes, things weren't all that smooth. It turns out, 
J-Lo didn't want to share the spotlight. I mean, she's Jennifer Lopez. She was, she was the show, right? She was the main attraction. But in this new Netflix documentary called Halftime, they say Jennifer Lopez was upset that she had to share the Super Bowl halftime show with Shakira. I mean, but who doesn't love Shakira? Yeah. Nobody talked to her about it. Nobody asked her permission. Jennifer Lopez was told she's going to be a headliner. Then she gets told, by the way, you're going to be co-headlining with Shakira. Jennifer Lopez loves Shakira. Shakira loves Jennifer Lopez. They were both confused. They're like, wait a second. How, for the first time, are you having two headliners? Usually you have a headliner and then people come in and collaborate, invited by the headliner. headliner. So Jennifer Lopez never thought to ask? Ask who? I don't know. The people who are organizing? Like, hey, am I the only headliner? Or does she just assume she was? She assumed she she was the halftime show. And then they were they had another headliner because right. Jennifer Lopez is a headliner. Shakira is a headliner. Yeah. How? And in this show, they explained that both these women together, they made it spectacular. They started with a bang. They ended with a bang. Nobody was each other's opening. Nobody was the collabo. Mm-hmm. It was straight up. You could tell. Mm-hmm. Powerhouse women. But what they say now, when you look back, these two women were fighting for more time then. They said, well, if you're going to have two headliners, why are you only giving us 12 minutes? Give us 20 then. Yeah. Because we don't just want to dance and just put on a good show. We want to sing and sing well. They got 12 minutes combined. Combined. Together. Yeah, that's together because that's only six minutes yeah look at that mouth hey. exactly so good <laughs> thank you also you hear more from behind the scenes if you watch this show halftime it's going to be on netflix on tuesday that it was kind of an insult to think you needed two latina women to do the job of one artist Agreed. which is the history of the super bowl halftime mm. show again realizing after the fact that mm, maybe that wasn't okay We were talking about this yesterday in the biz about Top Gun Maverick and will there be a part three? You know, the producers, the directors, everybody behind the scenes is like, oh, like that would be kind of cool. But, you know, and more and more talks have started about will there be another Maverick or another Top Gun? Because they might call it something totally different. But would there be a uh, sorry, would there be a part three? And now we're hearing that they've left it all up to Tom Cruise. They're like, at the end of the day, we all say yes. And if Tom Cruise says yes, there will be a part three Hmm. to this movie. I feel like he loves to work. He loves to do the best job that he can. He's obsessed with work. He's obsessed. He's always the first one on the set, the last one to leave. He's always got like all the back end deals going on in his movies. Like he's very invested. So... He'll say yes. I wonder. I mean, I'm super into it. I loved right. Maverick. Original Top Gun. Yeah. My top 10. Okay. Maverick. Amazing movie. You saw the new Maverick one. Yeah. So did it end in a way, without spoiling, could there be a third? Oh, for sure. Okay. You can definitely do a third. No okay. problem. No okay. problem. All right. Rebel Wilson came out yesterday. In an Instagram post. You know Rebel Wilson from Pitch Perfect? Mm -hmm. Love Rebel Wilson. She says all this time she was searching for a Disney prince, but maybe what she needed was a Disney princess. I found my Disney princess. Wow. I mean, go for her. Awesome. She wants the world to know, and her new movie is on Netflix right now if you want to check it out, called Senior Year. Mm -hmm. We're trying to figure out the name of that movie. Yeah, so yeah. We were like, it's like prom or something. Prom year. Graduation time. Senior time. Senior year if you want to check it out. I'm Nira. And that's the biz. It's time to play Holly and Nira's Two Touch Truths and a Lie. Okay, not gonna lie. One of my favorite contests we've ever done. This is really so much fun. Out there. North America, 
podcast first immersive experience focused on King Tut. Coming to Vancouver this fall, beyondkingtut.com. You want these passes to go check it out. We're going to give you two true facts about King Tut. One is a lie. Pick up the lie. You get these tickets. Let's say good morning to Rosie playing with us this morning in Surrey. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Oh, yes. Happy Friday. Rosie, we want you to get these tickets. Focus, okay? This is a hard one today. Uh, Holly's going to give you three facts. One is a King Tut lie. You just got to pick out the lie, okay? Okay. Here we go, Rosie. King Tut died with a broken leg. King Tut's mask was made from 22 pounds of gold and gems. And King Tut owned a massive collection of toques. It is number three. <laughs> you don't think King Tut in the in the desert no. in Egypt had a massive collection of toques? No, no. <laughs> Rosie, no, I don't think so. Uh, you're so on it on this Friday morning. Can't get anything by you. Congratulations. Yes. You got these four pack of passes to be on King Tut, the immersive experience. Have so much fun. It's coming this October. Thank you so much, you guys. You are so welcome. Have a great weekend. Happy Friday. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Do we always have to learn a lesson? It's time for Holly and Nira's story time, okay? There's a guy in the States, Nira. He lives in New York. His name is Mike Varley. And Mike Varley was bored during COVID and wanted to get some exercise. So he started walking around to different bagel places in New York City. Bagel places? Bagels. Mm-hmm. Mike Varley ate 202 bagels in one year. As an experiment, he's like, I love bagels. I walked all these different bagel places. I ate 202 bagels in one day and I learned... In one year. In one year. Yes. And I learned nothing. (laughs) He's like, I learned nothing. He's like, I was eating up to six bagels a day. Didn't learn anything. Not about myself. Not about bagels. Not about people. He's like, I was bored hoping to find something in this mission and I got nothing. Okay. And the reason why this story <laughs> means so much to you is because because I'm so sick of the pressure of like this is a teachable moment. Mm. You should always be bettering yourself. There's a lesson in everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe not according to the bagel guy Mike Varley, there isn't. I understand that when you're if you're wanting to be bagel guy Okay, and you're like, I'm going I'm to go to every place. Is this in New York, right? Yeah. New York's also known for bagels. They are. They have some of the best don't bagels. Don't try to teach me something. I'm trying to tell you, you don't have to learn all the time. You can just experience. Yeah, but he should have learned which place had the best bagel. No, he said he didn't. He should have. They, they were all good for different reasons. No, he should have come out with, if you ate that something. many bagels in a year, you got to tell me where to get the best everything bagel. Or you got to tell me which place has got the best, like, rock salt bagel. Or which one has the most out of this world bagel. Which one has the best cream. You got to have something. At least give me a list of the top five, in your opinion, bagels in New York City. You had over 200 of them. Mm-hmm. So you just went out eating bagels and that's it? You're not going to tell me anything? He's like, I got nothing. I got nothing. I learned nothing. I just learned that he has a very small mind. Wow. Like he's not very open. Nira, he's small-minded. Do you have to learn a lesson for everything? Can't you just experience something and be like, that was, my, that was an experience? Listen, if that was cool with him, then why is this a story? He clearly needed, he wanted to learn something, then he right. came up with nothing. If it was really nothing, then why are we talking about it? It should have just been his experience. I'm trying to think of an experience where I learned nothing. Okay, how about this? Remember when we went skydiving? Yes. You and me, 
We went up to Pemberton. Yes. And we went skydiving as like a team building thing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it was super fun. It was crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't say I walked away there like, lesson learned. Well, it's not necessarily a lesson, but you learned something. I don't think I did. Didn't you learn maybe how scared you were jumping out of a plane? No, I loved didn't it. You, didn't you learn? Oh, there you go. Didn't you learn how much you love the adrenaline? You learned something. It doesn't always have to be a lesson, but you must have learned something. You keep you keep saying, does the lesson have to... There doesn't have to be a lesson, but did right. you learn something? It's, why are you against learning? I don't understand. Is this a deep-seated issue you have since childhood? Maybe. You, you learn and you, like, freak out. Your brain can handle I it. I think there's a lot of pressure these days to learn. These like you days? You gotta learn. You always gotta be learning. Gotta keep days? your brain going. I think the pressure's always been on to expand your brain. Huh. It's always been there. But it doesn't have to be so much pressure. Just chill out, man. Just let your brain do its thing. That's scary. Don't we don't want that. <laughs> oh, no. Holly and Nira. It's going to be so hot. We're giving away a pair of tickets right now. Beat the street tickets to Kevin Hart. Reality check at Rogers Arena, December 9th. Tickets go on sale this morning, actually. 10 a.m. Ticketmaster. But hey, why? Why would you buy them if you can? you got to win them with us. That's true. Let's say good morning to Lucky Caller 25. Is you, Sonia, in New West? Oh, yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, yes. Hello. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Sorry about my voice. I've kind of lost it. That's oh, all right. You sound really sexy to us, Sonia. Yeah, That's all you good. You sound hot. We're into it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my 11-year-old and 13-year-old on the way to school in the car. Oh, what are their names? Nathan and Devin. Oh, hi, sorry for... Hi, hi guys. Sorry yeah. for calling your mom yeah. hot. Yeah, Mason Devin. That was very inappropriate. You guys have yes. a good day at school. Yes. Happy Friday. Congratulations <laughs> to Sonia. All right. So <laughs> have fun at Kevin Hart, Sonia, and have a great weekend. Holly and Nira. When your friend makes a personal sacrifice, but it affects you, what do you do? I don't know if I'm being selfish, but whatever. I am the one who's going to be suffering in this situation. What did your friend do? Your friend is me. I mean, I'm your friend. No, wait, you're my friend. What did I do? You're my friend. First thing you need to know. Thank you. Secondly, you're making a personal sacrifice, Holly. But your personal sacrifice is about to affect me. Holly wants to quit grabbing coffee before coming to work in the mornings. How dare you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? That is the one thing that keeps you sane. Mm-hmm. I love you, but you and not having your morning coffee on the way to work and having it here is not okay for me. <laughs> you I, can tell when I don't have my coffee. Oh my gosh, there... The amount of... Okay, 10 years, right? We've been together. We've been together. Seriously, 10 years. We've been... My most successful relationship. We've known each other, what, for 17? But 10 years we've been together. Yeah. And in these 10 years, I can always tell... Remember, I would say, "Mm, you didn't get your coffee this morning, did you? Yeah. You'd be like, why don't you sip more of that coffee? And also, it's not just about the sipping. I've also learned this. It's not about you sipping. It's about your mental state of mind, knowing that your coffee is right there, ready to go. You also, regardless of whether you want to admit it or not, you like the way it smells, the way it feels, holding it, knowing it, it's there. Mm -hmm. You have a ritual Mm -hmm. because... I know exactly when you go to warm it up because you want to have your tea first. I get it. I like it. I'm into it. But now you have messed everything up because you were refusing to get your pre-work coffee on your drive-in because you're trying to save money. Is I'm trying true? to save money. Yeah, okay. Well, whatever. Every single morning until two mornings ago, mm-hmm. I've been going to McDonald's. I get an extra large coffee with two milk. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I 
love my coffee. But we're moving again for the second time in a year. Super cool. We're moving to a new a new place in North Van, and it's going to cost me everything I have plus way more. Mm-hmm. So we have to find ways to save money, and coffee is one of them, Nira. Coffee is one of them. Seriously? I can't, though. <sighs> you get upset with me. If I haven't had a sip of coffee by 7 a.m., you start losing control. It's ridiculous. But you not having your coffee before you like before you get here, yeah. it's part of your ritual, that I can't handle that. Okay. You need your coffee. Okay, I've got it. I've got the solution. <laughs> you buy me my coffee I knew you were about every to day yeah, okay. and then mm. problem solved yeah. for everybody. Just put my credit card on your app. There you go. <gasps> Can we do that? Yes. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you wear it on your sleeve? Do you wear your heart on your sleeve? Because the new season of The Bachelorette doesn't even start for a month, Nira. But the double bachelorettes want all 32 men to know that they're both looking for a man who wears his heart on his sleeve. The drama continues next week on The Bachelor. Sorry, what? Two bachelorettes? That's right. The Bachelorette starts, I think, July 11th, I think. Already have a PVR. You know. Uh And yeah, there's going to be double bachelorettes, Rachel and Gabby. They were the final two on the last season. Clayton Mm -hmm. sent them home on the final episode. Anyway, both these ladies are back. Double bachelorettes, 32 men. And they're like, listen, we need a man who wears his heart on his sleeve. Do you know what that means? No. That's (laughs) why I'm bringing it up. I don't even know. Do you wear yours on your sleeve? And what does that mean? Uh... I don't know if I wear mine on my sleeve. I think I might sometimes, but not fully. I think if I wear my heart on my sleeve, but I might still have a sweater on top. God, she's layering with her heart. (laughs) I do. Or maybe there's a shawl for protection. What does that mean to you, though? Wear your heart on your sleeve. Well, to wear your heart on your sleeve means you're kind of taking your intimate emotions and being very honest about them, being open about them, being vulnerable, that's such a key word for the bachelor and bachelorette. Vulnerable. Like if you're a vulnerable man or woman. Like exposing your like your, your emotions. Okay. You know? Being no. honest. Being honest about them is wearing your heart on your sleeve. Not playing games. Not okay. holding it in. Like if you really if you really like if they really like each other, if like let's say these this bachelorette is going out on a date with one of the, the guys who wants her rose, obviously, that if he is really falling for her. She wants him to be able to have the courage to say, I'm falling for you. Okay. Not just hold it in and try and be all like, mm, it's just, you know, you know, honesty of emotions. Okay. I yeah, I don't know if you wear your heart on your sleeve then, Nira. I don't know. You're a hard nut to crack. I know. I'm a hard nut. <laughs> no, you are. I try. I ply you with alcohol sometimes. I try to get it out of you, especially when you're like, I can tell you're stressed out. You got something going on. I'm like, yeah. she needs to talk. Yeah. Maybe she needs to have a cry. Yeah. I try. You're hard to to crack. You think? Oh, yeah. I don't crack much at work. No, what you do is you throw it back in my face and I can't handle <laughs> okay. the retort. I'm like, what? I throw it back in your face? Yeah, I'm like, so... Sounds really healthy. No, I'm like, are you okay? She's like, are you okay? I'm okay. like, I don't know. <laughs> I start thinking about my own crap, you know? Yeah, and then your sleeves start getting full of hearts. Right. You start getting vulnerable. Yeah. You start telling all your emotions. Yeah, before you know what, I'm crying and drunk and you're still standing there. Yeah, but you're feeling good, aren't you? Am I? I don't know. Are you? (laughs) I don't know. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you always give 
what you get. Curious about this because a lot of birthday parties have been happening recently for my children. Get invited to birthday parties, great. When I go to a birthday party, I always think, what can I get the kids, right? Obviously, what are you going to get the kids? That's nice of you. As, <laughs> as they're getting older and older, you start to wonder, what are these kids into now? And, and now it just starts to become more of like gift cards and cash value. When it comes to gift cards and cash value, do you always give what you get? We only get what we give. Hmm. Because I have this inside me. I don't know if it's an Indian cultural thing. I don't know. But it's like my grandparents and my parents have like this ledger. I don't even know if it's written, but just a, a mental ledger, also a written ledger of everything. And we make sure that we always give what we got, if not more. Really? Yeah. So whether it was birthdays, anniversaries, engagements, weddings, whatever. Like at my weddings, like my parents knew because then when we would go to weddings, they're like, you have to give at least this much because that's what they gave you. Wow. You always have to give what you get or a little bit more. Never less. No, you cannot keep this rule going in your life. I, I have to. I don't know any different. Like last night, my son was at a birthday party for his friend and I had to think, okay, when it was my son Shay's birthday, this boy's family gave this to Shay. So I have to make sure I give that or a little bit more. Okay, no, you're under enough pressure as a parent. Being a parent is <laughs> hard know, enough. And I now know. you're going to add this. I know. I you know. have to keep track of every present your kids get well, from you who? You can't go under. And the value? Yes, you, no. Here's the real rule. Okay, okay, the real rule. You give what you can give and you get what they give you. Sorry, say it again? You give what you can give and you get what they give you. Okay, you get what they give you, but you give what you can't. I know, it yes. makes sense. It's okay, first of all, you always yell at me, it's the thought that counts. It is. So, and you it's, need it's, to adapt to that. I know, but it is very much, you're right, like it's this bizarre, inside, ingrained, cultural thing inside me. I can't get rid of it, but it's very keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, man, you gotta let that go, because also, you live in South Surrey, let's yeah. be real. Yeah. No, not you, but no. lots of your friends yeah. are loaded and so then like we got Shay a Ferrari, your oldest son. Like we bought him a car. A happy birthday, Shay. We got you a Ferrari. Okay. And then it's their kid's birthday. You're like, Gary, please clarify. We gotta go. It was a toy. So it was a toy Ferrari model. I doubt it. it was. Not in so sorry. I swear. Holly and Mira. <laughs>